Hi, this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids, and this is the podcast, Training Them Wisely, where each week we talk about different ways that we can grow in our spiritual faith and that we can disciple our children. So I have written a book that came out this year, Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids. And for those of you that have read it, um, if you bought it on Amazon, you can go and leave a review for it. And those really do help us. It's just like whenever you leave a review or um, stars on a podcast or something else, it helps for Amazon to put that, let other people be able to see the book so that they can also train their kids wisely. So if you would do that, it would be incredibly helpful for us and I would greatly appreciate it. I read all of those reviews, actually my whole family does, and we really appreciate them. So today, I'm actually going to be talking about a chapter out of this book. And I want to read um, something I wrote in chapter five first. If we want our children to love God with all their heart, soul, and mind, we must also prioritize our love for God. <laughs> love is very important in the Bible. Um, Jesus says that it is the greatest commandment, right? The first thing that we're supposed to do is to love the Lord, our God, with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And if we want our children to do that, then we need to love him that much as well. And the second commandment that he gives is that we are to love others. And that's the part that we're actually going to be talking about today. This is from chapter 15 in my book, Putting Others First. I want to read scripture from this chapter. Paul gave this warning. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. So we are supposed to serve one another through love. As moms, as parents, and natural natural people that we're going to be serving are going to be our kids. And the way that we want to serve them is through love. And so that would be biblical love and action is the type of love that we want to serve them with, right? So we want to serve them in kindness. We don't want to be selfish. We want to not be irritable, not be quick to be angry. We want to be gentle. We want to strive for peace. We don't want to provoke them to anger, it says in the Bible. So different ways that we can show love to them biblically. And one of the ways is by not being selfish and putting others first. And I think that this is something that can be hard in today's society. Right now, we live in a culture where it is me time is valued. And sometimes that me time can be to the exclusion of others. And the fact is, okay, so whenever I, I have seven children and when I, my eldest was 20, I gave birth to my youngest 20 year age difference. And I realized just how fast these years go. We really do have a limited amount of time that we're able to spend with our kids while they're still in our homes. And if we love them, we want to value that time with them. We want to value that relationship with them. We want to be willing to put them first. And so discipleship does take time. It takes effort, but oh my goodness, it is so worth it. Especially whenever it's done from a place of love. Whenever our heart is where it should be. And we are focusing on loving others. It's a lot easier for us to joyfully serve our children. Because spending time with kids, it can be fun and it can be exhausting, 
My son, Michael, he loves to play soccer. He always wants me to run around out in the backyard with him. That might not be the first thing that I want to do in the evenings whenever I'm tired, but I want to spend time with him. I want to spend time with my kids. So by valuing the relationship with my children, I think it really does help us to be able to disciple them. And it's why I do make sure that I invest in each child. Even though I have seven kids, I have one-on-one conversations with each of them every day. Yes, we disciple as a family. Yes, we have our family devotions. But I make sure that I also have a relationship with each of them. You know, with my youngest one right now, he loves to build things. So that looks like me playing with blocks, magnet tiles, Lincoln logs, things like that. Um, For my son that loves science, we have a science conversation most days. And a lot of those we can turn to God. But I really want to make sure that I have a relationship with them so that I can talk to them about the important things. And so I think that a relationship is really important. And I've seen that because um, now that I have a child who has grown and is living in another state, I am so incredibly thankful that we have a close relationship where I'm able to talk to her most days. And I don't want to disciple my kids in a way that is ever checking off a box. I want it to be done from love and a relationship because that's what true discipleship is, where it actually changes someone. Whenever they are able to see that you're doing it out of love, they see how much you love them. When my kids wake up every morning, I tell them it's just like Christmas morning because I get to see their sweet faces. And I do. I love being with my kids. And I think that um, I've seen so many memes recently where moms are rejoicing whenever their kids go to bed, which I mean, I do know that you can be tired, but the meme was said in such a way that the child was an inconvenience rather than being someone that they were able to serve. And as moms, I think we need to make sure that our mind with the way that we think about our children is in a way of love all the time. Yes, there are corrections that we need to do with them. They are not going to be perfect. There's difficult times. It's going to be exhausting, but it's also a blessing, right? God gave you these particular children for a reason. You are the perfect parent for these children that he gave you to raise. And you want to raise them in the way that he wants you to raise them. And so as you're doing that, you're going to be putting them first. You're going to be showing loves for others. So if I don't prioritize spending time with my children, what might I miss out on? Is looking at my phone and being on Facebook more important than whenever my child wants me to work a puzzle with them? For my oldest children, especially one that's like to stay up at night, is my sleep more important than being able to have a heart-to-heart conversation with them whenever they want to speak to me? What am I missing with my children if I am valuing things that in the long run aren't as important? I never want, I I mean, I do need a break, right? I need time to spend in God's word. I do. But I never want to prioritize things that don't matter above the things that do matter. And the relationship with my children truly matters because I am supposed to disciple them. I am supposed to train them up, my husband and I are, in the way that God wants them to be raised, right? And to train them and to teach them. 
And so I want to make sure that I am prioritizing those events. So whenever, whenever I have two choices to make, think about what you might be missing out on to be able to rest or to be able to do something else rather than spending time with your kids. If my child wants to spend time with me, that's awesome. And I want to be able to spend time with them. It's not always going to be that way, right? They're going to move out of the house. They become, whenever they become teenagers, they become much more independent. So far, mine have still wanted to spend a lot of time with me in different conversations, but the time that we spend together, it does change, right? As they get older. So prioritize that time with them. You've heard the saying, I'm sure that the days are long, but the years are short. And that is so true. Your days can be long, but you don't get those moments back with them. And it's so precious being able to spend that time with them. Think about my little ones that would make all of these crafts for me with their hands and all of these drawings for me. And whenever I had a whole lot of little ones at the same time, I was like, oh my goodness, I have so many pictures and so many things. And now I only have a couple of little ones that are doing that type of thing anymore. And you realize that it does stop, you know, value this time with them because it's so important that they come to know God. It's so important that they know his word. It's so important that you teach them what he's done and that you train them wisely. But are they going to be listening to you if they don't have that relationship with you? And that's why that relationship is important. It's why the way that you act is important. It's why what they see is important. And we don't have to be perfect. There's plenty of times that I'm not perfect and I can ask for forgiveness. Or I can explain why. Um, This past month, my son's been quite ill And so we have not had our typical family devotions because we've been exhausted. We've been going to the doctor. We've had illness through the house. It's just been one of those literally for since August 18th. um, It's just been a difficult time for our family health wise. And so there's times in our lives where it's like that, but that doesn't mean that I haven't been discipling my kids in other ways. We've been able to talk about why we need to treat people certain ways. We've been able to have discussions. Yes, it's been in the car. It's been while I'm cooking. It's been in the little moments that we can catch rather than the more organized time. But I've still been able to disciple my kids because we have that relationship and because we have that time that we spend talking to each other. Another way that I think you can prioritize putting people first is by teaching your kids to put others first as well. And so one thing that we love to do is to serve together. And there's so many different ways that we can serve together. Um, And there's ways that people have been serving us this month that have meant a lot to us. We've had um, people from our church that have brought us meals. We've had people that have been praying for us because it's just been a a trying time health-wise for us. And my children actually at the last meal that we had, they were talking about how much they wanted to be able to make a meal and bring it to someone and trying to find someone in the church that we can do that for. That's one way that we can serve together. They can send cards. You can go to a soup kitchen if your children are older. We make bags for the homeless. We do. There's so many different ways that you can serve. And I want my kids to think about that. Whenever um, Pretty soon it's going to be Christmas. And we always do the Samaritan's purse boxes. And that's really good, especially for my little ones, to go to the store, to pick out the toys, and to realize that that's not for them, that they're able to bless someone else with those toys. And that they're able to serve in that way. So there's a lot of ways that families can serve. And that's an awesome way for you to be able to help to prioritize serving others with your children. And if they're putting others first and they see you putting others first, 
it can become a more natural thing when they see it happening as a family, when they see you doing it, and then they can begin serving others. And that's really neat to see. Um, I love to watch my children serve each other, even in the home. Um, whenever one of them's sick, they'll make a little bed. They'll do bring them all these toys, you know, just natural ways that kids love to serve and love on each other and to be able to put the people first. Um, another thing that you can do is I know whenever um, I was on bed rest with my third daughter, a group of ladies came over because I was laying down on my left side. My husband was working long hours and they came over and cleaned my house for me. And we've done that before where we've just gone to someone's house after they've had surgery, after they've had a baby and they've needed help um, because they've been on bed rest, other reasons, just like, but I was, so that's another way that you can serve. Um, We've gone and done yard work, raked leaves, planted flowers for elderly people that are not able to do that themselves. Um, Just taking trash cans up even my, um, I have some family members that are not able to bring their trash can up. And so the neighbors are so kind to go and pull their trash can up. Just things that that can really mean a lot to people that are small acts of kindness that you can do for them and you're serving them and just think, you know, whenever we're doing it, we talk about how it's just important that our heart motive is right. The reason that we serve others is needs to be done from a place of love, never out of obligation, but from love. Yes, we are obligated to love. We're obligated to serve others, but we want our motive to be pure. We want it to be from our heart as we're serving others. Um, sitting and visiting with people, going to nursing homes, um, spending time with sick people's family members. Whenever you have um, someone that's been sick for a long time, if you're able to spend time with the other family members, with the other kids, where the mom and dad have been taking the one of them to the doctor a lot and not able to give as much time and attention to the other children, that's another way that you can serve. Um, you can offer to pick things up from the store from them. You can teach them how to use Zoom. FaceTime, things like this, so they can watch the service online. You can pray together. And that's something that, because I want my kids to see the importance of prayer. So we don't just, my husband and I don't just pray alone. We also pray with our children. We uh, make sure that they know the prayer requests from the church, that they know the prayer requests from our different friends and family members, for missionaries, um, just for leaders. Just We, we have, try to have a constant attitude of prayer, but also to have a specific prayer time several throughout the day with our children so that they can see that importance and prayer, spending time in prayer for someone is an act of service as well that you're doing for others. And it's a matter of putting others first whenever you're doing that as well. Um, Let's see, serving. I, so I was a hospice nurse for a while. And so serving dying family members and their family is something that is, it's on my heart. It's something that I really do um, think is important and that I like to do. And my whole family does that in different ways. My children do not like to be around someone as they're dying. And I respect that because they're children and they should be able to make that choice, but they can still serve. They serve by letting me go to the hospice home and spend time with them. And they help to make meals. They help to clean around the house when someone's dying and there's a short period of time left. They make food that I'm able to bring to the hospice room for the different family members. They write cards. They play with kids whenever a parent's dying or a sibling's dying, different things like this so that they're serving others in that way. But they do it in a way that they're comfortable with doing, but still putting others first, still showing love to others in difficult circumstances. And when you're going through a really hard time, even a small act of kindness can mean a lot. It really can. We've gone through several hard times um, 
And just to have your church support, just to know that someone's praying for you, to know that someone's willing to bring you a meal. The other, um, the other day we were at the doctor and at the hospital for a while and I got home and I was exhausted and someone from our church showed up with dinner for us. And it was just, it was a wonderful act of kindness that really, truly meant a lot to our family that night. She happened to get something that my children love that they haven't had in years. <laughs> and they were so excited to be able to have that. And it just helped me to where I was able to come home right before she showed up and have a meal ready for my family, whereas it would have been just a harder thing. I mean, I would have been able to have gotten food on the table for everybody, but I was exhausted. And for somebody to show that kind of love and care, it did, it made a difference. And that was the way that people served. And the thing is that whenever you serve others, it is a blessing for this podcast. I've been talking about how others have served me as well, because that's what this past month has been. Um, And it's been such a blessing to us. But when we're serving others, it's such a blessing for us too. It gives us so much joy to be able to serve another person. It gives us so much joy to be able to pour into them, to be able to show kindness to them. When you're putting others first, it changes your attitude. It is such a huge blessing in your own life. It's such a huge blessing in your children's lives whenever they're able to serve. So don't leave them out of the serving process. See see how you can get them involved. And it takes creativity whenever they're younger. But there's a way that anyone really can. Um, I mean, even whenever my children are two years old, I'll put, you know, get some paint on their hands or something, put a handprint down on a card that we send. Um, whenever they're three or four years old, they'll come up with a verse that they've learned from one of the scripture songs and an older sibling or I will write out that verse for them. So they, even at a very early age, there's different things that they can do and those small things do make a huge difference. Um, I was speaking to someone on my podcast earlier who is a foster, they've been foster parents. They've worked in a group home. And she said that one of the things that meant the most to her was on a really hard day she got a note from someone and that that just completely changed her week, her month. And to be able to, to do something like that, just a small act, people don't do notes as much anymore. So just um, today, that's my challenge to y'all for this week. Look for ways that you can serve someone else. Look for ways that you can serve as a family, as a parent, look for ways that you can serve your kids, spend that time with them, spend those relationships with them. Because you really want to invest in your children. Because you really want to be able to teach them about God. And you want to have that loving relationship with them. So that's my encouragement to you this week. And um, I also want you to know, I'm so excited about this. This week, I have, and you can, today only, you can get it for 30% off. I just released... Ephesians Bible studies for the entire family. And so there's a study for parents. There's a study for teenagers. There's a study for elementary kids that can read and write well. And there's a study for early elementary and preschoolers. It is so exciting. And I just am thrilled that this out It's on the book of Ephesians. And so for the elementary teenagers and adults, they actually read the entire book of Ephesians as well as some cross references and really get to dig into Ephesians and learn it. There's weekly questions that you can sit together as a family and answer, or some people are doing it as a group. Our church has a group that's doing it. For the preschoolers, there are two different books. There is a preschool book and an activity book. 
And every week they're going to concentrate on a couple of verses. They'll have a key truth. Every day they'll have a prayer that they can pray and an activity that they can do that reinforces what they learn. And my son, my preschool son actually sat down with me and he wrote this book with me. It was the vet. I, I had so much fun with it. We had a blast. He helped me with the pictures. He helped me with the stories. Whenever we were doing, um, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that we should walk in them. He said, well, if he created us, then we need to have a birthday party. So that week there's a story of a birthday party. Um, there's a tractor thrown in because, you know, he's a boy and every story has to have a tractor somewhere in there, but there's a story that you read five days a week. So the preschoolers are also learning in the same chapter that the rest of the family's learning in with the activity that's optional for you to do from the activity book. But this week, if you want to get it for 30% off, you can go to my website and type in the code Facebook friends with no space between it. You can find it on Facebook. Uh, That code is written out and you can get 30% off. I'll put it in the show notes as well of those books this week. And you can also get 30% off of a new study that I have just happened to both come out the same week and it's called love to pray. And so that is a kid's Bible study. And I walk through how the Israelites approach God in the temple and how Jesus prayed the Lord's prayer. And also we look at verses about where Jesus prayed, when Jesus prayed, how he prayed, so that we can model our prayer life after that. So it's a Bible study with a prayer journal as well. So every day they'll journal. And then at the end of the study, there's a few pages where they can go through the tabernacle prayer and the Lord's prayer to continue that prayer journal. And I'm incredibly excited about that one as well. You can use the word Facebook friends for that one as well to get 30% off this week only. If you'd rather have a print copy, They are all available on Amazon, and I will put the links in the show notes for those as well. So I hope that you head over and check it out, and I hope that you really enjoy them as much as we have. It's been so much fun working with my kids as we have worked on these studies and just being able to study the Bible together as a family unit. I have loved that. It's so much fun to be able to do it together and to be able to study the same things, be talking about the same things. My kids have loved it. It's been so much fun. So um, I'll put it in the notes and I hope that you head over and check it out on Amazon or on my website, Training Them Wisely. Y'all have a wonderful week and remember to look for ways that you can serve others this week. And if you haven't already, um, you can review, just put stars or whatever review for the podcast and I'd appreciate that as well. It helps us out a lot. Have a great week.